Welcome to the Razors Inc. podcast with your host, Jonathan Farini. Thank you for taking some time today to listen. Groundhog Day, Interstellar, Back to the Future, countless other films have at its center the concept of time. So pour yourself a drink, pull up a chair, and hear Jonathan's take on the use of time in two extraordinary movies. Here's your host, Jonathan Farini. Welcome to the Razors, Inc. podcast. In my 50s, on a trip to an island called Orcas Island, which is off of Seattle, I encourage you to visit. Uh, it's, an, it's an island where the mountain trees meet the uh, ocean. And there's a two-lane highway that uh, you know runs the circumference of the island. You can get there by a ferry boat or by seaplane. And it was Christmas Day, and my sister and I uh, were out driving. And out of nowhere, I mean, I hadn't written since, you know, I was in film school back in the 80s. And this this was, you know, 2018, maybe 2017, something like that. And it was a very cloudy, typically Seattle-like weather day. And uh, we were driving down this two-lane highway all alone under a canopy of forest trees. And the clouds parted. And a ray of sunshine peeked through the trees. And I just extemporaneously started telling a story that suggested, hey, you know, we're going to come upon a bear standing in the middle of this road. And the bear is going to flag us down. And my sister, who was driving, I said, you're going to roll down the window. And the bear is going to peek its head in the window and say, hey, I'm late for the Christmas party. Can you give me a lift? And that was the impetus for a story, which was published called I'll Be Late for the Christmas Party. You can find it here on my Substack page or go on Google. It's been published a few times. So since that day and about 55 stories with a handful of poems later, you know, I've published a collection of short stories and, and written a multitude of uh, fiction stories ranging from romance to drama all very, very diverse. You know, I write from the uh, viewpoint of a Caucasian male protagonist, African-American woman, Puerto Rican girl living in New York, gay, straight, everything you can imagine. And I pride myself on that because as a writer, I want to stretch. I don't want to be locked into a genre or locked into a uh, identity or like many of my favorite writers, quite frankly, just locked into a geographical perspective or family narrative. So I try to push myself. And if there are writers or creatives listening to this, you know, I encourage you to do the same, okay? So that's how I got here. So what I want to talk to you today about is time, T-I-M-E, time and stories, And in particular in movies, you know, we talk about time, the passage of time, time in terms of future, time in terms of looking behind. But there's two stories where time is dealt with very, very cleverly. Okay, and this is my personal opinion. And the purpose of this podcast is to get you thinking about time, stories that intrigued you that related to time, the passage of time the future, the past, etc. But here's two examples I want to talk about that, that really, it takes a lot to impress me. Listen, you know, uh, 
I studied English literature and American literature and the classics. So, you know, I've read a lot. So it takes a lot to impress me when I talk about movie scripts. And when I say they're clever, and there's many more examples I could come up with, but I'm talking about time. So I want to talk about Forrest Gump. And I want to talk about the uh, curious case of Benjamin Button and, and how the author's use time. So Forrest Gump came out, I think, in 1994. It was written by a, an author I didn't know much about, Winston Groom, G-R-O-O-M. You can check him out. But this author, man, takes us from the 1950s and uses this character who's likely on the spectrum somewhere as a mirror of historical events from the 1950s all the way up to, I guess, the 80s. And it is just a fascinating way to talk about historical events through the prism of this guy, Forrest Gump. And um, I know you've seen it, but go back and watch it again, maybe with the perspective of how this author weaves us through historical events, because that's what he does. Okay, and he's a, an older writer who lived through those historical events like I did. And I guess that's why I find this story so clever is I can relate to jogging in the 70s when it became a fad. I can relate to ping pong and Nixon and all that kind of stuff, as well as the Vietnam War. The other story I want to talk about is the curious case of Benjamin Button. I think that came out in 2008. It was a short story by the great F. Scott uh, Fitzgerald. And this story is really unique in that it covers two centuries. We come into it just after the beginning of the 20th century, I think kind of around 1918. And then it, it leaves us off just after the 21st century, I think somewhere around 2005. It's a reverse aging story. So we're introduced to a, a senior citizen who's traveling back in time physically uh, and mentally, chronologically, which in and of itself is a fascinating fictional narrative. And there's this metaphor of a big clock. I'm not going to give away the story, but we're actually you know, witnessing history again through the eyes, through the prism of this character who is actually declining in age. So by the time the story is over, this old man we're introduced to at the turn of the 20th century is now an infant uh, in the commencement of the 21st century. And it just occurred to me there's a connection there to Kubrick's uh, A Space Odyssey with that embryo. It just occurred to me. Yeah, if I was writing a term paper, I'd make that connection. So here's two stories that very cleverly play with time. Now, there's one dude who is central to this, okay? And it's a screenwriter named Eric Roth, R-O-T-H. He actually got the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay for Forrest Gump. And I believe he was nominated the curious case of Benjamin Button. Uh, there's a Scorsese movie, Flower Moon, with Leonardo DiCaprio, which uh, he's the screenwriter on. So it's very interesting that Eric Roth is the screenwriter, the you know adapting 
Fitzgerald's work and Groom's work into screenplay. I don't think it's a coincidence that he was hired to do that. So check Eric Roth out and his filmography. And if you haven't seen these films, you know, please uh, go see them. But if you have seen them over and over again, see them again. And you might want to watch them with the suggestion I'm making from a writer's perspective and how they use time and use these characters as mirrors to reflect the passage of time. These are two very clever methods that I remain in awe of. So with that being said, be good to yourself. At the end of the day, you're the only person you can depend upon to be good to yourself. And and please, wherever you go, leave a small footprint. Until I see you next time, class is dismissed. It's been said that time is more valuable than money. You can always get more money, but you can never get more time. Thanks for spending some of your time today listening. And be sure to check out Jonathan's collection of fiction at the Jonathan B. Farini Story Collection at jonathanfarini.com. You'll find everything from drama to romance, something for every reader. That's jonathanfarini.com. Farini with two R's, one N. Or drop an email to Razor's Inc. Podcast at gmail.com. 